We have made it, y'all. Episode number six, the final episode of this spring training mini-series. It's fall. It's no longer spring, but that's okay. Today, we're going to be talking about riding the wave. So applicable to my inconsistencies when it comes to recording and uploading these podcasts. To me, riding the wave is being grounded and present in yourself so that you're able to show up to any situation in every moment as a blank slate without expectations, able to respond to what's occurring. If you know me, you know that I am not a go-with-the-flow person, so I'm not suggesting that you just give up all aim, all purpose, all direction, all goals, and see where life takes you. That's not what this is. What I'm really saying here is to be able to respond, not react to the situations that are occurring in your life versus having some idea of how they should look and being frustrated when that's not the case. So we just got deep real quick in that. I want to put this out there. This episode isn't going to be as fitness, wellness, and health focused as the five previous episodes. I think that these ideas are very applicable to any area of our lives, so that's why I'm speaking about these things so generally. I think that these can be put toward any goals that you have in your life period. And if those are fitness goals, they apply, but I'm not going to do a disservice to any of you by just speaking about it in that way, because it's not like that. We need to zoom out and understand these ideas big picture. Since we already have an understanding of how to properly set goals so that we are able to experience the feelings we're desiring, we learned this in episode three, if you don't know what I'm talking about, we're going to get right into the journey or the experience, the daily experience of living out those goals or walking the path of achieving those goals. When someone achieves something gigantic, something huge, something monumental and exciting, you're going to see the announcement. You're going to see the end product. You're going to see a millisecond of the actual experience it took that individual to get where they are in this moment. What you're missing, what you're not seeing is their consistency in effort, in work, in rest, in keeping themselves on the path consistently enough to finally get to where they were going. The reason you're not going to see that consistency is because it's not cute. It isn't something that you want to show off. It's repetitive. It's boring. It's boring. It's the same shit over and over and over again. But that is how you get where you want to go. And I feel like we all need to come to the understanding that 
it's not that hard to figure out how to do anything that you want to do. There is most likely someone out there in the world that has done what you're aiming to do. And if you go and look at how they did it, you can do it too. The disconnect or the reason you don't have it is because you're not willing to consistently to not just for a day or two and then be like, you know what? This is hard. I don't want to do it. I have something better to do. I'm going to do something else. That attitude is what stops you from receiving the things that you want. The hard part about this is it's never the thought of, hey, you know what? I actually don't want to achieve my dreams. I'm going to go watch TV and eat potato chips instead. Like that's not the conscious process of thought. It is so much more complicated than that when we are up in our heads. We have so many things going on there. I mean, do you want to get into the subconscious mind? Like, I don't really feel like going there right now. But basically, understand that your mind is going to come up with excuses for why doing something that you're not used to doing isn't a good idea because it doesn't feel like a safe bet. If you haven't done something before, you can't guarantee that it's not dangerous, right? And that's how our brain works. It just wants us to survive and to keep going. But we have to understand that our thoughts, that voice in our head, is not us. If it was us, we couldn't listen to it, right? So we are the thing inside that hears the thoughts of our brains. I'm going like real deep. If you've never heard any of this stuff before and you're interested, hit me up. I'll give you some books to read. If you're like, what is she talking about? This isn't for me. Please leave. It's okay. Come back when you're ready. Don't come back at all. I don't care. But for those of you that know this is for you, for those of you that are resonating with something that I have just said, even if you've never heard it before, stick with it because this level of thinking, this level of, it's not thinking, it's more of an understanding, a knowing, a remembering, is so crucial in order for you to really feel like you get what is going on here like get what is going on with your life like understand how to make things happen that you desire happening and to feel good about them once they do come into your life because that is a huge place of disconnect where you get everything you thought you ever wanted but it doesn't feel good and i mean i've done it so many times over and over where I am just so sick of that process. I am no longer going to be putting effort or work into something that is not going to make me feel how I want to feel. Instead, I now know that I have the option to feel any way I want to feel in any moment 
that I am fully in control of my feelings and my experience, I no longer allow external circumstances to dictate whether I'm happy or not, whether I feel safe or not, whether I feel fulfilled or not, abundant or not, joyous or not. I can do those things myself because it's actually me that feels the feelings when an external circumstance is positive or negative. Removing that and just even thinking of a memory of something happy can make me feel happy right? So if that's the case, then it's really not the thing. I am in control. So I decide now that I'm going to feel good. And when I feel good, good things come to me far more easily than when I walk around feeling bad. This always reminds me of that phrase, you attract more bees with honey than vinegar. I personally hate when people say things like that to me when we're having a conversation. Like if I come to you with a problem, like I don't feel good, I'm pissed off today, I'm not happy, and you say something like that to me, oof, I'm walking away. I am, you do not want me to hang around for more time. It's better off I just leave because I'm not going to say anything nice. It's really like disconnecting and it feels like such a shutdown to just put a overly used phrase in my face when I come to you with like a real visceral human issue. I also don't really think that when we say that kind of thing, like surface level in our brain, we get that it applies But do we really understand what we're saying? Like, do we really understand the true meaning of that phrase? In this specific situation, the true meaning is that you are actually in charge of whether or not you're honey or vinegar. It's not like, oh, just be happy. Like, yo, if I could just be happy, I wouldn't be talking to you about this right now. It's really disempowering to say to someone that they just need to be a different way. When in reality, the idea is that, no, it's your choice in every single moment how you're going to show up, how you're going to be, who you're going to present as, and that will determine the response you get from the world. So the work is really in getting yourself to a place where you can show up as the best version of yourself. And in that way, you can deal with any circumstance, any situation that happens to occur outside of you. What you need individually to be able to show up as your best self to have the most gratitude for the life you already have is going to be much different from what I have to do. But it's your job to figure out what small, very small, very simple things you need in your day-to-day every single day to be able to be that version of yourself. Now, these things are consistently, yo, word of the day, consistently, they are consistently simple 
and not too time consuming and pretty streamlined, but what they are not is easy. It is not easy to consistently do what you need to do. I will give you that. A way to make this process easier on yourself, though, is to make sure that the path you decide to take to first get yourself to a place where you can show up as the best version of yourself, and second, a place where you can achieve your dreams is by choosing a path that you enjoy. There are multiple ways to get the same thing done. If you want to improve your fitness, there are a ton of ways you can go about doing it. And the way that works for your friend or the way that works for your trainer or the way that works for someone you read about on the internet might not be something you personally enjoy doing. And I really believe that we are so much more likely to get positive results if we're having a good time during the experience. Because if we're having a good time, I think we believe in whatever we're doing so much more than if it's a struggle. What I'm talking about here is kind of like the placebo effect. It's almost like If I'm your trainer and you really believe what I'm saying to you, you believe that the exercise program I've written for you is going to work, I think we have such a higher chance of it actually working versus if you're a little bit skeptical or if you aren't sure because nothing's ever worked for you before. I really believe what we, (laughs) I believe that what we believe matters so much in regards to the outcome that we're going to get. And a really easy idea to believe in or to get behind is that showing up consistently every day with some sort of effort, some sort of aim toward whatever goal or dream or desire we have is going to pull us closer to achieving that. I think that that's a very universal understanding. And so in that way, I think that's how consistency really plays into us getting the things that we want. Logically, to our brains even, it makes sense that if we take steps in the right direction on a regular basis toward where we're going, we are eventually going to get there. But I really have to talk about something that I personally just realized to be the case. I have been working with someone who has strongly suggested that I take a couple days off a couple weeks ago when I injured my neck. And her saying this to me, I literally was like, no, the world is going to stop spinning if I take a few days off. I have worked my entire personal training career seven days a week. So like 10 years, never having a day off unless I took a vacation. So my mind, my belief was that things are going to blow up if I do something out of the ordinary. That was my brain talking. That was my mind talking, right? Telling me that if I change what I've been doing, something is going to go wrong. It is not something that I could wrap my head around. 
And let me tell you, I took four days off. I thought I was going to die while I was doing it. But after I did it, the level of peace that had come to me that I had probably never experienced before in my life was profound. I realized and learned through this new experience that I really, really didn't want to do because it scared me that my job, my career, my livelihood would still continue even if I took time to relax and let my body recover. When I talk about consistency, I don't want you to think that that means that you have to be on 100% effort every single day and never give yourself a break. Part of consistency is understanding how much effort you need to put out and how to balance that with how much rest you need so that you're able to give your effort. And rest is going to look different for me than it is for you. Some people feel rested after socializing. Yo, if that was the case, I would have far more friends than I do now. I am like the absolute opposite. I need most of my time to be spent alone. Even my dog sometimes. I'm like, you need to let me be. I need to be in my own energy so that I'm able to let other things go, clear it out. And then when I show up, I'm able to actually interact in a way that feels good for everyone involved. But this was something I had to learn through, I would say, like a process of trial and error. So let's round out all of this thinking, all of these ideas that I've thrown out at you. What I'm saying is to achieve anything, you need to move at it with consistency. And in order to be consistent, you need to find ways in which you are able to Get yourself to show up as the best version of yourself in every single moment. And once those moments start happening, let's talk about how to approach them. Let's talk about expectations. Expectations, I read this recently, are our mind or brain or not your actual self's way of defining success. And when it does that, it denies every other option or every other variation as not success or as failure. And so when things don't happen as you expected them to happen, you think it's a bad thing. And this is not okay because when things happen differently from when they've happened in the past, there's no way we could expect that. Our expectations come from our past experiences, from our memories. And so when something new is about to happen, something we've never experienced before, we don't expect it. And it's not necessarily bad. So Instead of expectations, what I suggest you try to do is just to simply live in that very moment and pull yourself to the feeling you're experiencing in the moment. The feeling will tell you whether you like it or not, whether it's good or bad, but comparing it to 
how your mind expected it to go and judging it off of that as good or bad is not the move. The most important part of the achievement of any of your goals or dreams is that they feel good to experience. The reason you wanted them in the first place, if you really think down to the essence of what you were doing, (laughs) what you were thinking, when you decided that you wanted something, you thought that that thing, having or being or doing whatever it is, would feel better than how you feel now. And so we understand that you have to put work into achieving those things, right? And so is the work worth it if you get it and it doesn't feel good? Absolutely not. It's a waste of time. So the process of getting yourself to a place where you're able to feel good no matter what's going on is amazing. And then beyond that, feeling good about your accomplishments, feeling good about your purpose, about fulfilling your dreams in life because they actually feel better than before is the second point. Like that is real, that's possible, but you have to connect with yourself deeply in order to do so. I hope this was helpful and brought you some new ideas about some things. I hope that These ideas are digestible and you feel like you can start implementing them because that's the point. Thank you so much for listening and we did it. Six episodes. Wow. Bye.